Welcome to Gospel Reframe. This podcast is here to encourage you to spend five more minutes reframing your day with the hope of the gospel. In each episode, we will consider the gospel implications of a particular passage from the Bible and savor them together. Here's your host, Jim Weaver. I woke up thinking about walls. You see, today marks the one-year anniversary that a very large section of our rear compound wall fell and crushed our son Nicholas's right foot. This morning brought back a flood of emotion as my mind replayed the events of that day. I also found myself asking a lot of questions. The main one being, what if I just hadn't hung on that drying rack with the kids that morning? What if I had taken the dog for a walk or what if I had gone out front to throw the football with my son? What if, what if? There seems to be no end to the what ifs in a situation like this. As I walk the dog, I pass by many walls, some well-built and some poorly built. All of these walls are built surrounding the houses in our West African community. They're built for security, but for me, this morning, they had a muddled message. Then my mind drifted to a few passages of Scripture that speak of walls. The first one was Psalm 18.29, which says, For by you I can run against a troop, and by my God I can leap over a wall. I've always loved this verse because it sounds so superhero-like. In this lengthy psalm, David is expressing his confidence in God as he's forced to wage war. And walls cannot keep David from advancing into enemy territory because God is in this. The Holy Spirit reminded me this morning that while Nicholas has forever lost his lower right leg, he has gained a greater and growing spiritual confidence in the Lord. That's not to say that all people who go through hard stuff come out stronger on the other side. But for God's covenant people, we have the promise that walls cannot crush God's purpose for our lives. And that's good news. The second passage that my mind wandered to is probably the most famous wall reference in the Bible. The wall surrounding Jericho that fell flat after the Israelites had marched around it for a week. The Israelites didn't lay a finger on that wall. No, it was with a mere shout, the Bible says, the wall fell flat. I can still hear the shouts from a year ago. They were not shouts of triumph in the moment. They were, in fact, shouts of fear, panic, and pain. God is sovereign over walls, weak walls and strong walls. The falling of our wall, which appears as a freak accident, marked both tragedy and hidden triumph in the hands of our sovereign God. Then my mind wandered to Nehemiah's inspection and call to rebuild Jerusalem's walls after they had laid in ruins for nearly 150 years. I remember Nehemiah 2.18, which says, Let us rise and build. When the walls come crashing down in our lives, it is appropriate to lament and wait on the Lord to rebuild and restore. And patience is important. Only the Lord could lift Israel out of derision and destruction. Rebuilding our wall was the easy part. But rebuilding our lives and finding a new normal has taken some time. Then my mind wandered to Hebrews 13, 12, where we read, So Jesus also suffered outside the gate in order to sanctify the people through his own blood. Now, by outside the gate, what the author means to say is that Jesus was taken outside the secure and sacred city walls of Jerusalem to die under a curse for our sins. You see, in crushing the head of the serpent, who is the devil, and redeeming his people of old, our Savior's heel was bruised. What a joy that I can tell my son 
that Jesus not only entered into the physical pain of death on a cross, but that he also carried the full weight of sin's curse and forsakenness to bring us to an eternal city whose walls are unshakable. Thanks for listening to Gospel Reframe. For more information about this podcast or to listen to other episodes, visit gospelreframe.com. 